Do you remember last Palm Sunday? For me, it is a haze. We were entering into Holy Week and entering into a new reality. We were understanding some things about COVID-19, but not a lot. If I remember correctly, we were not yet wearing masks, but we were really concerned about sanitizing surfaces. We were learning about how to live stream church, and it was a steep learning curve. I, for one, broadcast an entire service sideways. We were wondering how we might still be of service to our unhoused neighbors in planning Project Sandwich. We were facing a changed Holy Week, but imagine things would get back to normal by Pentecost. We had no idea what we were in for. And yet we collectively showed up, finding creative new ways to do literally everything and be church. It has been a year mostly without meeting in person and a year entirely without communion as we were used to it. It has been a year of death and upheaval. Everyone has lost something. We are watching our feral children from behind a Zoom screen and we are exhausted at best. It has been a treacherous journey. Here we are again beginning this journey of Holy Week as different people and a different community. Beginning today something new and something that we remember. And so we journey with Jesus in these final days. And my thoughts are with the real human Jesus who lived out these moments. That's who speaks to me in these days that continue to be treacherous. For, forget the archetypal Jesus. Forget the divine Jesus for a moment. Jesus is prepared for burial while he's still alive. Much has been said about Mary Magdalene and the costly oil and the chastising disciples, but what about Jesus smelling the fragrant oil, feeling the weight of his impending burial? What does that do to the breath in your chest? What does that do to the heart that's still beating fast, I bet, and anticipating stopping? Did his legs get a little weak? Did he have to reach out for support? Then comes all the letdowns and betrayals. Judas, Peter, James, and John, and those crowds who had waved the palm branches. Jesus had fed them, had taught them. They had walked dusty miles together. What stories had been shared along the way? Jesus withstood it all. I wonder about each footfall on the way to the cross, stumbling, the dirt mixed with blood. What keeps you going in a moment like that? Why would you? The agony of the cross itself, perhaps not as awful as the agony of doubt. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The really amazing thing about our scripture today is that although it was written hundreds of years ago, it ends in the present day. I often wonder, reading our scriptures, how this is possible. 
Is it some miracle or is it a trick? What I've come to believe is that the truth calls out to us from these texts and they illuminate for us with the divine light what is happening in our world today. Today, as we enter Holy Week, we are presented with a story that ends with Mary, the mother of Joseph, and Mary Magdalene watching Joseph of Arimathea roll a stone in front of Jesus' tomb. That's all we get. That's where we land today and what we have to sit with. I find that absolutely fitting in this year when we have lost so many and so much to COVID-19. I have felt for many months like we were in a tomb like the world had been blocked out by a stone, no light getting in. Now, we often talk about stones in our paths, and this image has been compelling through the centuries. And in this time, it takes on both old and new meaning. I wonder today and this week what this stone, that stone is for you. What keeps the light from getting to you? Is it grief or anger or loneliness or the day-to-day -day trudge through this new pandemic reality where hope seems always to be qualified, always to retreat? I can identify the stone I see blocking us collectively. It is made up of racism, heterosexism, greed, and fear. It is huge. The stone is bigger than a mountain and burning like a coal. The stone that has been in my way these past months is bitterness. Bitterness that when change is possible, we choose to recreate harmful patterns instead. Bitterness about where my path has taken, us, taken me. Bitterness about what this year has brought. And yet, and yet I'm here. And there is in this tomb still enough of a belief in this crazy Jesus to bet on tomorrow even if I lose repeatedly. What does it mean to be left with only our faith? Here we are, centuries later, in the tomb with Jesus. What lives in the middle of death? This faith that cannot explain itself. This year I feel like I've really got to work at believing that stone will budge. And I really want to know for myself what it's made up of. And what can we imagine, begin to imagine, might roll away that stone one day? Maybe it's reaching out to someone you really would love to connect with but have a painful history with. Maybe it's asking for help. Maybe it's just taking some time to feel the immense weight of the past year and let some of it go. I know this week, through our services, we will have opportunities to reflect. Just as we have throughout Lent, we will pray and we will support each other. These days of Holy Week are an opportunity to identify that stone in your life, in our collective lives, and imagine the unimaginable. <laughs>